Hello, I'm Austin Jones. I'm your average Joe reviewer. I review it so you don't waste money and or time. And now we come to today's dad joke. Okay, wait a minute here. This will just take a second. Atheism is a non-profit organization. Okay. Is it, hang on. Oh, what did the grape sit in when it was stepped on? Nothing. It just let out a little wine. My god, these are terrible. Now, probably you know, all of you are wondering, what am I going to be reviewing today? Why? If you catch the last episode, you all know I'm reviewing I'm probably one of the best Netflix shows of our time, Cobra Kai! Yes, yes, Cobra Kai. A critically acclaimed show on that and basically serves as a continuation of the first four, personally I say three, Karate Kid film. Once that takes place it's 34 years later. Now, keep in mind, this will take approximately a huge amount of spoilers, so be prepared for that, and apologies in advance. And if you don't want to get spoiled, I recommend that you all go ahead and watch the show first before listening to this podcast or radio show. So, before, so coming up, we're going to be looking at each individual season. Season, again, major spoilers. Season 1, Season 2, and Season 3. Why? Because Cobra Kai never dies, that's why. So, let's... Well, before we get into that, how about we take a nice trip back to the A's? Because, let's face it, this show also holds a bit of A's A's nostalgia in there. So here's our our nostalgia. With our, our first music break, I Want It All by Queen. Hi, welcome back to Return to the Movies. I'm Austin Jones, your host, and now we're oh, we're going to be looking at Cobra Kai's first season, season as a whole. Well, for stars, the season starts off with with John Lawrence being played by Wayne Sabaka, who or Sabaka, who played him, a Johnny in the first Karate Kid, and as well as bro. Of Machi, I was Daniel Russo. As you can imagine, a lot of the original char- are, you know, actors who played the characters in the first few movies are going to be coming back in the series. So, have fun with that. So, the first season pick starts off with, with us seeing how Johnny, how life is treated in Johnny after 30, 34 years. 
as you can imagine, it's been, he's been through heck. Heck, he's unemployed, lost his job, and uh, basically he scrounges just about to survive. Then he meets Miguel Diaz, played by Zola Homaridu Duenia. Uh, who's basically, in my eyes, a karate kid in the series. He's being picked on by a couple of bullies. He, John, he pulls a Miyagi on, and then he takes them down. Uh, Miguel wants him to train him. At first, Johnny was a little bit unsure. Uh, so, then after seeing Daniel Russo, oh, who now owns a auto body shop, um, sells cars and all that, and he's inspired to get him back to his roots and reopens Cobra Kai with well, Miguel as his new student. He trains him hard, and eventually he, he gains confidence to stand up to his bullies. And everyone's so impressed that they decide to sign up for Cobra Kai. Even Miguel even and catches the eye of Samantha LaRusso i.e. Daniel's daughter. Oh, the anvil of irony. So, oh, as you can imagine, that's going to be a fun trip down there. As I said before, Cobra Kai gets a lot of students. And around this time, we're introduced to Robbie King, played by Tanner Buchanan, who is <laughs> Johnny's kid. Ain't that something? He trains under Daniel LaRusso as a way to get back to Hank's father for basically ignoring him for most of his life. But as time went on, he actually sees Daniel as a good teacher and friend and a good father figure, sort of like Miguel with Johnny. One thing goes to another, another, as you can imagine, and he figures out who who he he's related to, who, who i.e. Johnny, and Johnny figures out that Robbie, he is training under Daniel, and so, as you can imagine, they aren't happy about that. And, <laughs> and just one, and they were actually playing on getting along, too, but in the rivalry to an end, but until well, they see Robbie, that's when things took a good turn for the worst. Anyway, it's just, it's such a shame because as he had just got on and Cobra Kai back into when the All Valley tournament. tournament. And, and I love this scene where, where Daniel clearly upset that Cobra Kai's back in back into the tournament. And Johnny watches him leave, looks back and get the conference room, and looks up to the ceilings. As if his face were saying, Thank you, God. Oh, that's great. And as you can imagine, there's a lot of a song supplement into this show. Which you can tell by the first first episode. And frankly, I absolutely do not mind. these. Songs. Some of these songs are pretty good. Even one show, well, they actually dedicate a in one an episode to Noriyuki, Pat, and Morita, 
Oh, who actually played Mr. Miyagi, who passed in 2005. Condolences to his family. So, as time went on, Miguel dates Sam, and he gets drunk, takes it, takes it the wrong way, and accidentally hits her, so that's something. They break up. Then we get to the tournament. Right. <laughs> uh, when which is a very good tournament, all things considered. One of the giant students, Eli Moskowitz, or as he's referred to as Hawk, when he gets a, well, a mohawk. Hawk, and actually has tattoos his hawk persona on his back. And after he wins his first challenge, he basically, he takes off it. Off his top key, and he reveals his tattoo, and it makes it look like it's flying. I mean, all the while, I'm just and they're going like, "Oh my god, I can't even look at you, Cobra Kai! I can't even look at you!" Oh, it was great. But we get into the clay and the creme. Basically, in the knit and grip, into the final round. Robbie versus Miss Miguel, and the first season does have a good callback back to the first tournament. What? You know that healing technique that Miyagi did for Danny? You know. They put, they basically pulled a fast one on us and just, Daniel just called a medic. Uh, like to get him back into the tournament. As the fight goes on, I was actually kind of rooting for Robbie and not Miguel. Oh, on that one, because as I was seeing a darker side and that's how you know the actors are doing a very good job. Uh, when you feel for the characters, whether he, if he's a bad guy, you hate him. And if he's a good guy, you love him. That's how you know that they do a good job. Uh, and frankly, here, I'm not seeing in, in bad guy. These are good guys. I'm just seeing people who are lost. Lost. And these and the story, it all basically revolves around on primary relationship. That's what the characters, which leads to conflicts that are ultimately in products of Daniel and Johnny's inability to move away from the past. And frankly, you gotta learn to let and all that stuff go, huh? Because sometimes the past just doesn't matter. Anywho, who Miguel wins the tournament. Johnny gets—it's a little bit disappointing in himself because, well, he realized he was teaching Miguel the wrong way along with his other students with the no mercy kind of thing. And he reflects on this and as dojo late at night. Then all of a sudden, and he hears that the door is open. He he figures it's Miguel, well, and he wants to talk to him, but unfortunately. He's confronted by a shadowy figure which reveals to be Crease. He's, you know, oh, John Crease, play, ain't by Martin and Cove, oh, the main bad guy of, of the first Karai Kid. Yep, he's back. So, as you can imagine, that's gonna be a fun adventure for season two. Yeah, that's where the season ends. <laughs> Basically, season one is probably. A lot of people's favorites, and I can see why. Right, hang on here. Here, ah, here we go.
Season 1 had positive response from critics on Rotten Tomatoes, giving it a 100% review and approval. With a consensus reading, Cobra Kai continues the Cry Kid franchise with a blend of pleasantly corny nostalgia and teen angst, elevated by a cast of well-written characters. Everyone was even... And I can definitely see that, because while watching the, is I can definitely see that these characters were well-written. They did hit their homework, and they did a good job at it. And, and props to the actors and the people who wrote it. But, and they even said that Cobra Kai was 2018's best-reviewed TV drama on Rotten Tomatoes. And frankly, given the, how there's a lot of people, people working at Rotten Tomatoes, I can definitely see why. I think this sounds like a good time for... Our break. Thank you. So here, here's another something that has a little bit of 80s cheese on it. This is Cruel Summer by, I can't even believe that that's a, a band name, Banana Rama. basically the first final few seconds of, of the season two trailer of Cobra Kai and as you can imagine it was something to see. Cobra Kai I see season two starts off with Johnny and Kreese having a, a bit of a fight as you can imagine considering that Kreese he says a giant well you know what after he, he basically almost killed Johnny and for near for getting only second place. Nice. As you can imagine, Johnny is not, not happy about him and coming back, or his offer to rejoin Cobra Kai. But and as the first episode goes on, on, on he basically he gives in to Kreese's little, little sob story, and he's given a place back into Cobra Kai. And all the while, I'm going like, Johnny, you idiot. And I'm not the only one. In fact, some of his friends, and the actual characters who play made some one of Johnny's friends in the first few, in the first Cry Kid, and actually comes in saying the same thing. Johnny, you're an idiot. And I'm talking, I'm talking about, I'm Jimmy, Bobby, and Tommy all play, 
made by Bob Derek, Harrison, Ron Thomas, and Tony O'Dell. Now, who have all basically moved on, on and do and some pretty good stuff. Bobby's, ba- Bobby's a pastor in the Christian church. Jim, Jimmy is actually having a good in life, being married, having a few kids. And Tommy, the guy who actually you tell um, Johnny to put Daniel in a body bag in the first movie, is dying. Awkward, I know. You see, uh, the years were not kind to him. And so, in one episode, uh, the three decided to take Tommy out of the hospital to have one last day together. And it was not, and it was nice, pa- nice considering we got to see you know, all four of them duke it out um, with a bunch of bar, bar thugs and, well, as you can imagine, a bar. All the while, Crease is teaching Johnny's kids the wrong way. Hey, hey, showing no mercy. While Johnny wants to teach him the right way. And to show some mercy to people who... And no mercy to those who don't deserve mercy. All the while, Daniel Russo is training his daughter, Robbie, and other people from over Kai, I in the ways of Miyagi do Karate. So that's nice. 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 It show most of the people are growing here and there. He even actually tell most of them that he once joined Cobra Kai in season. I in this season, and i.e. the event and so Cobra Kai three. Sorry, Karate Kid in part three. I'm sorry, I get these two mixed up. Why am I? I don't know why because as well. Oh, Cobra Kai's better than Part 3. Fight me. Anywho. We are all also introduced to Tor and Nicole as played by a Peyton List, who is, well, as you can imagine, Sam's new right eyeball. In fact, in one episode, she, he actually spot on Sam, who is a little buzzed during a party, which is basically... Party at, at the end of their summer. Or, or she's bought that's Sam and giving, I mean, well, Miguel a kiss. <laughs> As you can imagine, she's not happy about that. And you wanna why? Because during, during the season, Tor hooks up with Miguel. And that's a little, and it's a little bit awkward considering Miguel still has feelings for a Sir and LaRusso. Uh, it's those first loves that get you. No matter how hard you try, they still have a way of grabbing a hold of you. After all, John it wasn't entirely over over his first death. Thanks, Allie. Allie, who reappears in a third season. But I will get into that later. Anywho, we see at the season finale, Mark, we... You see the two dojos duking it out on the first day of school after her top Ori calls out Sam. And it leads to a possibly one of the season's best fights yet. And it's basically an all out brawl between Miyagi Do and Cobra Kai. Hi. Hi. There's people flying all over the place. He's doing flips. And as you can imagine, Miguel. Hell and Ma- Robbie and having a rematch. And during the f- 
I, I, it's all, and we also get to see a Sam and Tori fight, right? And she takes the whole no mercy thing into a new level. Tori, not Sam. Yeah, and making her a perfect fit for Cobra Kai. But uh, during the climax of the fight, right, Miguel shows mercy to Robbie. And how does Robbie respond? By kicking him over the back of any of the second floor or seriously injuring, injuring him and possibly shattering his spine. I'm sitting there going like, what the heck? Robbie, he, you are a great a piece of... Uh, as you can imagine, I wasn't too happy. Because Miguel's one of my favorite characters. Characters. And this episode made, made me hate Robbie. He, and I mean loathe. And in a previous episode, well, Giant gets wise, decreases antics, and throws him out of Cobra Kai. But apparently, he had been... Crease had been playing the... I've been always two steps ahead of Johnny. I mean, Trick thinks his landlord who owns the dojo into handing him over full ownership and turning his students against him. And all, and it just lit. It's just the bad scene. In, in Daniel Clark, Daniel's wife, Amanda, who was played who is the actress who played Sheldon's sister in the Big Bang Theory. Harry, I'm not I'm wrong, a man and over Russo. She is played by Court Ernie Engor, or who did play a Sheldon's sister. Sister in the Big Bang Theory. Alright, look it up. Anywho, she convinced she tells Dan to basically drop Miyagi Do Karate because at during the fight, Sam got, had to be sent to the hospital you know, after what Tori did. It's all, it's a bad scene, and it's a hard to watch because these are legitimately my favorite characters. And watching them going through this, this type of turmoil, it's basically so hard to watch. And all the while, I just... Makes me he's so excited for the next season. He's in to see how they turn this around. Then it's as announced that and you two have decided to cancel on Cobra Kai. Fans were thrilled. I that is a bold faced lot. I didn't want I'm just storm down YouTube's HQ and with an army of Cobra. Yeah, I know. I don't know why. I they just uh, I guess YouTube read this uh, Thought they didn't have enough money, I mean, and they couldn't continue on, so they decided to cancel the series. But Netflix saw, uh, execs saw on the series, saw that it ha- has great potential, and they decided I had to pick it up in June of 2020, releasing the third season on, on, the, on basically the 21st of 20, 2021. Sorry, not the 21st, the 1st of January in 2021. I get the numbers confused. Don't judge me. So we got, so as, for those who are just joining us, we're talking, we're now in the midst of Cobra Kai season and three. But before I get into that, and I also need to show, tell you the stats of season two. 
The second season, at like the first, received positive reviews from critics, holding a 89% in approval rating from um, critics. But the consensus of Wild Cobra Kai's um, source of kick no longer carries the same gleeful impact of its inaugural season. Its second round still among the best round. No amount of midlife crisis and teenage annual will ever annuities ever go and keep it down. Um, metrics also weigh in the average assigned season. He's in a score of 66 out of 100 based on 7 critics. Things indicating generally favorable reviews. And now we get into season 3, which is basically the fallout of what happened and then the season 2 finale, and how people are going to move forward. Robbie's on the run, and McDaniel fly on him, and he's sent to Juvie. But not before Johnny helped him some out of it, but they get into a small tussle and they have a falling out. I swear, it's like, like every season, it looks like these two are finally going to team up. Um, they're, they always have something that turns them against each other. No matter what, and, and people, including myself, are like, Just team up already! Let that stuff in the past die in the past! Uh, anywho, John Miguel wakes up from a coma. Only that, and left, thanks to Robbie's little kick down the hall. Oh, and Johnny basically helps Miguel out to relearn how to walk, feel his legs, and it's just, it's nice to see him take care of his students. It's a shame that the rest of his students were turning his backs on him. And so so Miguel decides to help him build a new dojo. And they called Eagle Fang Karate. Eagle Fang? That's a little bit on the nose, don't you think? And as you can imagine, some people are from Cobra Kai. I don't feel you know it's the same. They feel like Johnny is basically he failed them as a sensei, but some loyal to him um, actually go. Oh, and, and Chris he decides to leave John apparently when he he learns what he tried to do with Cobra Kai with his students. So, uh, well, Amanda and Dan. And you'll try to take Crease down um, the right way, i.e. with the cops. <laughs> Fools, don't you know that in Cobra Kai, there is no... That the cops won't help. The only law is the law of the fist. That was my finger that, that cracked. I really need to work out more. Anywho. <laughs> it, it's basically... And the C... He's in this just basically turns into a three-way brawl between Miyagi Do, Cobra Kai, and an Eagle Fang. Considering that going to the cops failed, and how even though Kreese has performed, told his students to perform multiple felonies, you would think they would intervene, but no, because as Kreese, he says a a war veteran, and and from Nam, he gets a pass. I'm not kidding, they actually say that. He gets a pass because he's a war veteran from Nam. But that's also a good thing about, about this season here. They actually give Kreese 
Lisa's life a bit more background, flesh him out. We see in one episode that he was just one that's a server at an 80s themed restaurant. 80s themed restaurant, what am I talking about? Uh, this is way back when. This was an 80s restaurant. But we saw that he was basically the one who was always picked on uh, instead of the bully. But when and he stands up for himself, earning a girlfriend, and hey, not bad, my brother. <laughs> and while I'm going off to war, and we see the, the dangers of war changing him into, well, the monster that we all know oh, and hate. Hate. That's an, another thing about. That's another thing. Hang about how cool. Always acting. He he does a perfect John Kreese. We immediately hate the character. Then again, a sign of a good actor. Moving on. On the scene. As the season goes by, we are in reintroduced to some a movie fit favorites, i.e. Joe was in Toguchi. He he you played by Yuji Okumoto, who is basically the main villain on the Karai Kid Part 2. Kumiko who played by Tamiya and Tomita. Uh, again, these are, are all people who are, are from Karate Kid 2. Oh, and and Trey, you see Toguchi as Yuna, the little girl from Karate Kid at part two. Oh, season three, he has a lot of callback next to some of the original movies. We're also reintroduced who's to Allie, Allie, the former love interest. As the basically the Daniel and and John uh, when he, he reconnects with her and it's nice to see either back either care actors back in that as showing that they can still pull off a good performance and believe it or not she actually helped end the rivalry between the two and Karate Sensei's. I'm not kidding. They actually, she actually does put an end to it. Like by getting them to realize that what happens in the past, it just doesn't matter. It just all that matters is what you do here and now. And that was a nice, nice thing that they probably should have learned at the end of Karai Kid, and and in the first place. Then none of this stuff would ever happen. But I digress. Moving on, the see, he's a for now. Oh, and it's with possibly the best act action I have seen, which they they've actually entitled the the episode December nineteenth, which is a callback to the first All Valley Tournament in the first Kura I kit. You see, he he's Sam and Miguel, the set. Actually got back together during the season, and taking things slow, of course. But I'm just being friends. And then Robbie comes in, who was dating Sam and during, during season two, who who really sees them flirting with each other, take things the wrong way, breaks up with her, or leaves to join Cobra Kai. Which and he joins joins some of the students and their her recent most felony, break into a museum and steal a snake. Seriously. Go down to Cobra Kai and I and arrest Chris. He's a monster. Oh, and that's not the best part. 
fact, you know what's the best part? Chris actually sends his students to a parlay. Hey, what? Hey, hey, basically a peace meeting of Eagle Fang and and Miyagi-Do. Oh, do you not? You see, Miguel and Sam were playing to unite the two dojos against Cobra Kai. Hey, all the while, I'll. It leads to probably one of the best, and I mean the best action and fights I have ever seen. It was like, like the entire, sh they actually shot the entire fight through one take. And you can see that the camera's moving from place to place throughout, throughout the entire LaRusso household. Yeah, that's right. They take this place. This takes all, all takes place in Danny LaRusso's house. And it does a pretty good job of solving a few plot points. That, by that being Miguel not having the confidence to use his legs, Samantha standing up to Tori and not letting the fear or control her anymore, and Hawk finally getting a redemption arc. Okay. Don't get me wrong, season two basically was not a good season for Hawk. He was basically turning in more and more into the bullies that he always hated. And season three, he continued that trend, but he saw that what Chris was teaching him was turning him into. It wasn't only until he was high five for one of the bullies who who Chris had recruited. And he calls himself Kyler. I don't know why. It's just why Kyler. Kyler isn't a cool name. And but. And Kyler's played by Joe Osio. Oh, oh, it was only then when he, how much of a monster that and Hawk had become, and he, he comes to his friend and his aide, and they fight off Cobra Kai. Hi, when and the two sensei he's hear about this, it leads to probably the last fight of the season, which is as I said before, the season is basically a three-way battle between Johnny. Ani, Daniel, and Chris. So as you can imagine, that's how the season ends. The final battle is between Johnny, Chris, and Daniel. A three-way brawl. Oh, all the while, I'm sitting there going like, ooh, this is so exciting. Hey, I can't wait to see what happens next. I was like a kid in a candy store. In fact, I would know for a fact that some people were even excited for this. They, they stayed up the whole, whole night, the day before the season launched. Launched, launched again, and ready for it. And after the, after the day, they, they basically they went to their, their jobs, came back, and they just straight up binged. But I digress. Yes, Italy needs to probably one of the best. It's a good fight. I definitely, definitely recommend it to anyone who is good a fan of action. And 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 after the fight, right. Chris decides to sell this the old-fashioned way, through the tournament. He says he will stop any hostilities between the two senseis. And if he, he loses the tournament, he'll leave. Which is... I consider mean, that he basically caused a home invasion. You would think that the cop... Hunter like, alright, I don't care if this guy has got a purple star. Alright, I think... This man is a maniac, he's unwell, and he needs help, so let's send him to a mental facility. But, again, this is Cobra Kai. The only law is the law of the fist.
I did that joke already. Why did I say that? God, uh, am I really running low on jokes? But then again, and I'm pretty sure her crease is running low on felonies. Might as well I'll add this current one to the bag. Right, even though it's getting so full already. And the season ends with, with well, Crease calling on Silver, the main bad guy for three, who I'm pretty sure we'll see in season four. Right, and the two senseis uniting their jo- dojos was into one, and they begin their training for the tournament. And frankly, that was a pretty good season. And, and I'm not the only one. Season three, he's had an 89% approval from Ron Tomatoes. Again, basically keeping up, up with season two. Hmm, what a thunk. Thunk, with the consultances of by pairing its emotional pun and just with strong humor, Cobra Kai's third season finds itself in the fine fighting form. And that's saying something considering they move, they switch streaming services. Yes. Yes. They even announced that and there would be a return for a fourth season. Season when a season when the third season was released on Netflix, and by January 2021, Cobra Kai had been and watched by 73 million Netflix members. Members in between all the seasons, so you can imagine that there's going to be it's a major blow out between now and when the fourth season comes out. And frankly, I talked enough as it is, so I believe this is time. Good time for one last bit of 80s music. This is In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins. Collins? Oh my god, I'm just having a flashback from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Welcome back to Return to the Movies. I'm your average Joe, a reviewer, Austin Jones, and now it's time to give the consensus. Cobra Kai? Awesome. It's, that's all I can say. Because 
every every good compliment that has been given has been given. Heaven, heaven to the show. Oh, it's action in all the right places, heartfelt in all the right places. It says has a good amount of drama, and it gives you that an A's amount of cheese put together, and you get a show that lives up to the title and to the motto of Cobra Kai Never Die. So if you want to show that gives you every bit of Cobra, and it also has a few callbacks to the original movies for old fans, while giving some new aspect into this Miyagi-verse, which a lot of people have called on the main movie, he's is this is it get it has good good fan service nervous callbacks and a new aspect next to the show while for new fans to enjoy if you want that's something in that and isn't told only retro but home while giving a bit of nostalgia for the 80s he's he's actually a bit on love after the show an old movie that you love this is definitely the show for you. I'm Austin J. Jones, your average show reviewer. To I review it, or so. Only that you don't waste your money or time.